After last week's episode of Dead Idea of Valhalla, Gary Butterfield has turned up missing. The only clues we have were found along a long stretch of abandoned Illinois highway in a beat-up cardboard box marked Fragments. It was full of dingy old dot .wave files. Here they are, unedited, to make of what you will. No, no. Get away from that control board. This week we're doing the slender rap. Enough of your amateur musical bullshit, brah. We, Slenderman, we workshopped that, and it totally didn't work. And you're, you're a terrible rapper. Oh, just start the beat and move your feet. Hello, Internet. I'm the Slenderman. And this is the Slenderman and Gary Show. Starring me, the Slenderman. Uh, hi, I'm Gary Butterfield. This is the show formerly known as Dead Idea Valhalla, where my dead ideas fight out each week for your entertainment. Ah, shut up. Just hit it. I'm the Slender Man, and I'm here to slay. I'm the tall specter straight out of relay. In remembrance of orphan meals past, it's the Slender Man and Gary podcast. Yes. Uh, uh. Yes, I dig that funky rhythm. Uh. Mm, yes, it's so good. Uh, bring it down now, Engineer Gary. So, so I'm an engineer now. I'm just the the engineer. You know. This this is ridiculous, Slenderman. My musical theme song is much, much better. Oh, you would say that, wouldn't you? You have a tin ear? What makes you think you can play the keyed boards anyway? Oh, um, that's actually kind of an interesting story. Um, when I was in high school, I remember first being drawn to the keyboard uh, when I was... Oh, do shut up. You're such a pill. Okay, everyone, we have a great show coming up with some music and some comedy. I'm your co-ghost, the Slender Man. Actually, I'm the real host. Or should I say, the real ghost? What? What is what is up with all these ghost puns, man? I mean, I... You don't look like a ghost. Are you supposed to be a ghost? What do you mean, Arthur? Ghost puns? Oh, goddammit. Yeah, you know. Oh, you drink Magostas. There's an East Ghost-West Ghost rivalry. This morning you asked for fresh liver pate on a piece of crispy ghost. I assume you mean toast. What the fuck, man? I am a convalescence of human collective paranoia. And misery, and I have stretchy tentacle arms. Here, I'll show you. Ow, 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 fuck, ow. Ow, stop it. Yeah, so I mean, one of the things I think about all the time is when when I'm on a, a bus, and, you know, I have to sit down next to somebody, and nobody wants to sit next to anybody on the bus. I mean, I've talked about that before on the podcast. And sometimes I like to think about, like, what the person I'm sitting next to thinks, you know, immediately. Oh, is that all? 
But but why why are you talking now? You get the bit later. We talked about this. <sighs> I can read minds, you know. Uh, what? Yes. Here's what they think when you sit down next to them. Oh God. Oh jeez. Why is this guy sitting next to me? Ugh. It smells. Just go away. Just go away. Just go away. Just get off on the next stop. Get off on the next stop. Get off on the next stop. It, you, you don't... You know that's what they think. Oh, uh, that guy there. He looks like, uh... Kind of looks like 11 pounds of failure in, a, in an 8 pound bag. Feel bad for that guy. How old is he anyway? Who's he kidding with that game boy? Uh, God damn it, Slenderman. Nobody thinks that. Adults use Game Boys now. Have you ever been to Japan? Uh, man. I don't know if he knows it, but there's a little dab of urine right on his pant front. God, there's this big fatty piss guy. He's just sitting next to me. He smells bad. Oh, he's going to try to take off his jacket. Why is he taking off his jacket? Oh, sure. Just almost all me in the face. Okay. God damn it, Slender Man. I take off the jacket so I don't have to sweat when I'm on the bus so I don't smell bad because I'm trying to be fucking considerate about it, all right? So considerate, taking up the space of two humans. You should learn from my example. What? You're like eight feet tall and sometimes you're like 12 feet tall. It's a proportional thing. If you were just to take me, you know, by mass, I bet you were about the same. You keep telling yourself that, sister. <laughs> Slenderman. Slenderman, you have got to pick up these embryonic sack things off the floor. I almost tripped over one of them again. They're disgusting. My whole house smells like fucking vinegar and a biology lab. And it's grossing me the shit out. You know, when we eat our dinners, we just eat them, we just chew them and swallow them just like with a regular mouth, and then we put them in a toilet. Can you, I don't know, ghost up some kind of, uh, some way to to get rid of these sacks? I mean, the police have been by like six times. I keep telling them I don't know anything about any kids, but one of these days they're going to poke their head in and they're going to find these sacks. They're going to find your, your hidden secret sacks. No one will find my secret sacks if you don't tell them roommate of mine i we're not roommates roommates pay rent okay all you do is hang around here coughing up kids and i can't find maggie and your negative emotional vibe is seriously fucking up my marriage you know every time i tell crystal i love her now she just says i i what the fuck does that mean dude what why are you doing this? Why, you know, you're grossing me the fuck out. You know, you have to either start paying rent or actually, you know, I don't know why, why am I, why am I giving you options? You just have to, you have to get out, man. You're fucking up my, you're ruining my life. Oh, who's the drama queen now? Like, and <clears throat> the slender sickness that you give me, I mean, you know, on, on Marble Hornets, it's just this polite little cough, you know, slender man's around, you start coughing in real life. Listen, Every time I've taken a shit since you've been in my apartment, 
it sounds like my shits are being conducted by Sousa. Do you understand what I mean? I'm not sure I do. I don't need to defecate. Well, every every fucking time I shit, it's like... Everything is just this chaotic explosion. It's like a fireworks finale. Except the fireworks are terrible and made out of shit that is coming into a toilet. I don't know why I'm even explaining this to you, but you are making me sick. Being around you is making me sick. Looking at your sacks is making me sick. And and I can't find my cat. And my wife doesn't, doesn't, love, doesn't love me as much as she used to before you came around. I think you're just trying to blame your marriage problem on little old slender man. Yes, see which divorce court will let that stand up. Oh, your honor, it wasn't because I didn't take care of myself or that I'm a lowly receptionist at a university. No, it's because of slender man. Look, it's not receptionist it's reception er okay I, I told you that it sounds better it off office office specialist all right god i'm i'm leaving fuck you i'm out of here oh and and speaking of which uh you know if i don't go to work pretty soon i'm gonna lose my job but i don't trust you in my house and you know the other day i saw you looking up the prices of my stuff on ebay Oh, that's just a coincidence, Gary. It's just a coincidence that you were looking up my exact model of Moog keyboard on eBay uh, in completed listings only, and also looking up Nintendo Wii's and 3DS. That's that's a coincidence. You're telling me that's a coincidence. You're paranoid. You make people paranoid. That's part of what you do. God damn it. Ugh. Ugh. Man, would you stop sneaking up on me like that? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't move through three-dimensional space the way you do, Gary. I I know. I know. You can teleport. I know. I know. You know, you don't see me. You know, I know how to make barbecue sauce. And I can create signage i've had some college you don't see me telling you that every couple seconds no sad little gary just tells the internet that look stop sneaking up on me just just stop it if you're if you're going to come up behind me you know it'd be polite of you just to make a sound or something like that i make no sounds the voice you're hearing is within your head. Gary. Fine, whatever. Just poke me in the brain telepathically before you come up behind me. So, are you ready to record? We're trying to do this show, right? You're my co-host. Co-ghost. Oh my god. You're my co-ghost, right? Let's, let's do the show. So, we're going to do the theme music. And then I'm going to talk about buses for a little bit. When aren't you talking about buses, my dear boy? You're always talking about the bus. 
Why won't you invest in a Vespa? I and I thought about getting a scooter. Why why did I tell you that? I God damn it. So I'm gonna talk about okay, fine. Scrap the, the fucking buses. We'll just do we'll do a short episode, me and you will just kind of bullshit for a little bit, and then we'll do the James Soup sketch and I'll throw in some song and that'll be it. Okay, and that's that's your episode, and then it's another week of not having to worry about the the Slenderman podcast. All right, then, start the sketch. It, all right. Hi, the fuck are you? I'm James Soup, and I have a question for you. I have a question. For You're you. not James. Soup. And the thing, I I know, I know, I know, I'm not. I. He's this guy. He lives in Bahanan. There's no such place as Bahanan. I know there's not a place called that. Do I have to. Do you, do you know what fiction is? Do you. All right, let me let me try again. Don't interrupt this time, okay? Hi, the fuck are you? I'm James Soup, and I have a question for you. I have a question for you? Yes, I wonder, have you ever... Gary, Gary, why don't we do one of my sketches? God, if it will get you to shut the fuck up, we can do it, all right? Let's just, we'll do one of, one of your sketches. Um, which one do you want to do here? Let me. Okay. Um, we'll do the, the bus stop sketch. You want to do the bus stop sketch? Oh, goody. Places, everyone. <laughs> uh, there's no places. We're just talking into microphones. Um, you know, don't have to do anything. There's no blocking. Okay. Um. Okay, here we go. I'm waiting for a bus. I'm going to a job interview. I hope no one gets digestive enzymes on my suit. Oh, hello. I didn't see you. God fucking damn it. You don't have to actually puke. How many times have I told you? It's recording. Ah. Slender man? His name was Jimmy. He enjoyed Pokemon White, but not Pokemon Black. Alright, Slender Man, this is it. Uh, this is the final warning. I need you to leave my house. I, if you're gonna do something to me, do it. I mean, I don't have any of my cats. Work uh, has told me not to bother coming back. Um, Crystal just stares now. Hey, baby. Hey, what's up? You know, she doesn't even answer me. She's just staring in the corner. It's like the fucking Blair Witch, you know? Um, there's that guy with the mask. He keeps knocking on my door. And then every time I answer the fucking door, he just runs away. It's not scary. It's just goddamn annoying. What? You, you have to leave. I don't like the way you're talking to me, Gary. I don't like the way you do anything, Slenderman. Uh, no, you have to leave. 
you have to leave get out i'll call the police i'll call the ghostbusters i will call fucking the avengers i don't care who i have to call i will shoot myself in the face with a gun i will take a gun and actually put bullets out of it the bullets will come out and i will come reborn as ghost rinder and just fucking destroy you i'm serious you have to leave get a little closer ow 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 hey 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 ow ow it fucking burns man that's right it does burn imagine how it feels when you're inside me ow 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 please ah god damn it you said i can do whatever i want i've been doing whatever i want you sleep so peacefully gary you don't notice me above you ow what, what do you mean above you I like to squat over your face, naked, and noisily eat an apple. Just <laughs> weird. Yeah. Let me show you. Ah. Just, just kill me now. All right, Gary. I'm going to eat you.
I'm bored of this. I wonder what Alex Crayley is doing. Oh, okay. That was easy. So yeah, I just, um, now that that long national nightmare is over, I want to talk a little bit about racism. I know that uh, racism isn't really a controversial topic. I mean, everyone is against it. Having a strong opinion about racism is a little bit like having a strong opinion about hunger or death or peace or war or something like that. Something I'll say though is that I have been guilty before for one reason or another of kind of being passive in the face of it. I don't like. It's one of the things I'm really ashamed of. When someone says something super racist in front of me, there have been several times where I haven't, you know, I, I should like flip my shit. Because every time somebody says something racist around you and you don't do anything about it or don't say anything, they think that you're just like secretly nodding on the inside. And uh, that's not, not the case with me. But I had, you know, my upbringing was not amongst the most, you know, enlightened people. You know, my dad, I remember, you know, and he had a couple, you know, he had some, some black friends. Some of his best friends were black. But um, he was also, he was very racist. And, uh, you know, we would be in a, a bar and, um, you know, he would be like, We gotta go. It's getting a little dark in here. Because some black people came in. And I just, you know, and now in retrospect, it's just like, you know, yeah, they must be terrible people. Oh, wait, their kid's not with them. They didn't fucking take their, their son at, uh, you know, age like nine or ten to the goddamn American Legion. Um, they must be monsters. They enjoy different music than me. You know, I was, I was around a lot of that growing up. And, and everybody has kind of like racist grandpas and racist uncles and, and all that stuff. Not everybody, but uh, a lot of people do. I remember him telling me he had a pool, like an above-ground hillbilly pool that I spent a lot of time in. And I remember him telling me that uh, not to let black people swim in it because they had different oils on their skin. And I don't know whether... I mean, so that that's terrible. That's terrible. And I'm kind of embarrassed saying it. I'm embarrassed about nothing. I was telling you guys about my fucking head lice last week. I'm embarrassed about almost nothing. But and I had nothing to do with this, and I'm a little embarrassed by it. But when I think about it, it's more kind of weird. Like, did he just think that people were just going to come up and ask to swim in his, like, in his three-foot-tall backyard, above-ground, collapsible pool? And I had to be constantly vigilant. You know, and if a stranger came up and asked to be in the pool, my first thought would be, you know, if, they, if, if somebody just came up and asked to be in the pool and they were white and they wanted to swim with his nine-year-old son when he was at work, that was okay. Um, just you know he had his his priorities straight uh my old man um but even and even now like i've got a uh stepdad who, who i think is great i really adore him in a lot of ways he's a great guy uh who's not the most enlightened about these kind of things i remember i was over there and we were watching uh this footage of like an earthquake in spain and a lot of spanish people running around for their lives because the earth was literally shaking and, and buildings were falling apart. And he, my, my stepdad was given a quip, run, save the tacos. Uh, so that is what, and it, it's such a stupid form of racism in that it's not even based in anything. It's not even like a, what would that say about a culture? Like what, what is the point of that? What's, you know, what's even, what assumption is he making about the culture that they care more about their food than their homes or their lives? No culture feels that. You know, it, it just, it's so absurd. 
uh, that he would say something like that. He's a goofy guy anyway, just like a quick side thing. My stepdad is always coming up with uh, like parody lyrics for songs that he hears. And he knows that I'm a musician. He's seen my bands play and everything. He's heard CDs that I've made. But he's always asking me whether I do... He doesn't really understand that I'm not like a Weird Al style artist. We were driving around and, and he says, Hey, hey, Gary, do you, uh, do you write your own music or do you just come up with words for other people's music? Which, <laughs> which you, what, a, what a weird question. Like, who does that? You know, he's just asking, you know, am I secretly the stepfather of Weird Al Yankovic? Because he's the only person who does that. Um, and I was like, no, no, I don't. And he's like, well, I have this great idea. And then he gives me a verse of like a really goofy parody of the Paul Simon song Kodachrome about cloning. They're always kind of related to, to the headlines. Like he kind of follows the news in this weird way. So he's asking me about, you know, it's like, Mama, don't you take my chromosomes away? Uh, and it, it's so strange, you know, and again, like, I don't, I'm, I am kind of making fun of that because I think that's funny, but I don't really mean I'm ill will, but it's just really goofy. And, and several times he's asked me about these, these parody songs. But anyway, on to, uh, on to racism. Uh, you know, growing up, I, there weren't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of diversity in DeKalb, Illinois. There were some, but, um, due to my upbringing and the fact that I was a super huge nerd and at least in DeKalb, um, you know, people of different ethnicities were less likely to be super huge nerds. And actually, that's only kind of true. Like, one of my early D&D buddies was a guy named Chuck, who was a black dude. But anyway, so growing up, you know, I didn't have tons of exposure. I have one real shameful moment. This is this is uh, this week's episode of something I've never told anyone before. Um, there was a kid in the, the lunchroom who was making fun of me. Because as I, I've gone on at length. You know, chubby, poor kid. And, uh... He was making fun of me, and I felt the need to make fun of him back. And the only things, you know, at the time, and this was when I was very young at this time. This wasn't like, you know, oh, I was a sophomore in high school. This was when I was in maybe second grade or first grade. And I remember bringing up, like, these kind of, like, racial features. You know, they had, like, he was a black guy, and he had, he had a, a wide nose, and he had thick lips and everything. And I was just like, hey, you know, wide nose. And then at some point, he's just like, well, that's because I'm black. And I'm sure I knew that. But I was just, I felt really desperate to kind of strike back at him. He was being merciless about me. And just really, really, you know, he kept calling my mom a lesbian and all this stuff, which is not true and totally baseless and uh, and ridiculous. And uh, so, yeah, I did that. I felt really bad about that. But the kind of the reason for this whole micro racism thing is just kind of say, you know, every once in a while, someone will say something racist. I hate it, but I won't want, you know, I won't call them out on it mostly because i don't want to just you know hey fuck you that's not cool you know there's just i'm just not that that person i wish i was i wish i was the kind of person who could who could do that if it's a friend situation or if i'm a more friendly situation or if i'm at a party i won't talk to somebody who's who's doing that but uh one time me and crystal we moved to portland and in the mall here there's a pirate related store and there, they had a big sign and everybody at the pirate store they just sell piratey stuff like shirts and and stuff and everybody at the pirate store dresses up like a pirate talks like a pirate i think the pirate thing is a little bit overplayed but i mean i'm in a mall of course i'm going to go into the store so i go in they have this sign full-on pirate font that says uh check your bags at the, the counter and i didn't see it or wasn't paying attention or was distracted and i walked in 
and one of the pirates says, Aye, are you blind, matey? And it, I'm not using the exact words, but he did use the pirate accent. And I was like, uh, no, why do you ask? And he, and he points to the sign, and I say, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I, I just didn't see it. You know, here's my bag. And he goes, oh, you know, it's just a rule we have to enforce. You know, it's actually, it's not for types like you. And I was just like, oh, that's that's a strange thing to say. And then he says, you know, it's mostly for those Puerto Ricans and Mexicans. You know, they tell you not to racially profile. But, you know, if you look at the statistics. And, uh, yeah, that, you know, and I, I didn't call him out on it or anything. But what a strange fucking thing to happen. Like, you know, so just this full pirate is kind of being racist pirate. And then I was, I was thinking about it later and I was like, oh, you know, I'm sure this wasn't like what was happening. But pirates probably were really racist. It's kind of interesting to think about when that concept, you know, when we as a species realize that was a terrible thing. It's kind of interesting that there are so many things that like we like to pat ourselves on the back, you know, because we have a black president and, you know, in the this kind of the civilized world, there's not official slavery and everything. But that took so long. Like we we didn't get, you know, people are like, oh, we've, we have a black president. It's like, yeah, in, in 2008. Yeah, we abolished slavery, you know, in 1800 years after after zero zero year, you know, after year zero. That's crazy. That took that long for us to realize that that was wrong. Same thing when you, you know, when you think of racism, like it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Child labor, crazy. It's fucking insane. We spend a lot of time patting ourselves on the back for bullshit. We are as as a as a right-thinking people, we are in utero. Like we're not even infants yet. Hey, this is uh, Gary Butterfield with the Dead Idea of a Hall podcast. This is why I don't do this a lot. I don't plea for, for things. I get annoyed on other podcasts when that happens sometimes. I just wanted to make a, a quick note and uh, ask you guys to, if you like the podcast, please tell people about it. Please uh, rate and review it on iTunes. The number of ratings and reviews I get on iTunes, it seems like it's something that doesn't matter. It influences their metrics. If I get enough of those, then I can get the notice of one of these iTunes at Honchos. They like me, they can categorize me as new and noteworthy. Hopefully, I'm still new enough for that. And then I get like a listing, and it's a huge deal, and a lot of people listen to the show who wouldn't ordinarily listen to the show. So I don't ask for money, I'm not asking for donations, I'll never ask for that. You know, I just want, it would be awesome if you told people about it, and if you got the word out and rated and reviewed it on iTunes. You know, if you like it. If you hate it, if you're listening to this, I don't do it. If you're a friend who listens to this just because you're my friend and you think you're doing me a favor, don't rate and review it. I don't want anyone to be dishonest. Just uh, if you can do that, that would be awesome. I also want to thank uh, Lou Reed or Lou uh, from Lou Reads the Internet for you, which is a fantastic goddamn podcast. I love it. He was kind enough to do the uh, voiceover because he has the best golden radio voice of anyone I've, I've ever met. I haven't met him in real life. We're just we're Internet friends. But uh, he is my, my e-buddy. He did me that favor. It was really nice. Please go check out his show. It is awesome. It is uh, his last episode was goddamn disgusting, uh, but it is hilarious. And if you appreciate kind of human oddities, I think you'll like it. So yeah, and uh, go to www.gooncast.com, you know, and please tell people about the show. Please rate and review it on iTunes, or just if you like it, you can drop me an email. You know, that would be awesome. Like sometimes the thing about podcasting is you feel like you're just kind of doing it to avoid. I'm literally alone in a room right now. There's a kind of a dark 
creepy tall guy standing in the shoulder standing in the shoulder he's standing in the shoulder um he's standing uh, in the corner and corners are really shoulders of the room if the room is one cubicle william t riker-esque torso so he's standing in the shoulder other than that though i'm just alone you know i just go and put this out i know people listen to it i can see the metrics but i do not you know it's really nice to hear from people so yeah thanks a lot and uh yeah, I will see you next week.